Greetings to all my cool cats and cool kittens. They try to copy our style, but they stay frostbitten. You're now tuning to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man, DM Cool, and welcome to Cool Radio. What we doing? You can catch me on your TV, even on the radio. My Robert, our blog spot, and on my Uwego. We invading airwaves. Yes, yes, y'all. Welcome back to the show. You're now town. Sorry, you are now tuning to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man DM Cool, and this is Cool Radio. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody. Tell a friend to tell a friend because we are live on the airwaves right now. I am your host DM Cool, and welcome to another edition. Uh, coming up. At the 8.45 mark, we got Toronto hip-hop artist Ness in the building. He's going to be uh, blessing us with some new music, and we're going to be talking music, politics, all that good stuff. Um, later on in the show also, we are going to be discussing uh, Rich Homie Kwan, you know, for getting some lyrics on stage live. We're going to be talking about uh, the ESPYs that took place this Wednesday, this past Wednesday, and a whole bunch of other things as well, which also include Taylor Swift complaining about something once again. But before we get to all that, I got to get some stuff off of my chest, man. You already know how I do with this. And this one is entitled, Let That Dish Breathe. So that being said, let's play that joint real quick. Let this bitch breathe. Ladies and gentlemen, um, something that I've been wanting to talk about in this entire week, and it's not something I'm going to rant against. It's going to be it's gonna be something that I'm in favor for. Um, I'm going to be talking about Pokemon Go. All right? Now, Pokemon Go has been like the hot ting for the entire week now, everyone is on it. Black, white, grandmothers, children. It does it does not discriminate. This is probably like the most non-discriminatory thing that's ever happened since reparations, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, this thing is intense. I've seen people walk up and down the street playing it. I've seen people, you know, in like parks and like large mobs just looking at their phones and everything. It's as if our attention to detail wasn't bad enough when it comes to smartphones, but now it's just on a whole nother scale. And I, for one... I'm kind of for it, to be honest. Like, I've never played Pokemon Go before. I might do it, but I have a few concerns. First concern, I've been hearing straight up and down that people have been getting robbed for their smartphones because some people have hacked into the system and tried to, you know, manipulate it so, like, it kind of brings you to a certain meeting point for you to get jumped. I don't want to be that guy, all right? I want to have my phone. I want to have all my personal belongings. Second thing, which leads me to the phone, um... How much data is that going to wire you? Because I'm thinking, I've seen the uh, I've seen the interface of it, and it kind of looks like a GPS. And we all know that apps they download from you know cyberspace, whatever, they're going to be using some sort of data. So you have to ask yourself, how much data are you going to be using or consuming when you are playing this game? Unless if your data package is blessed, then I would say proceed with caution. And I know with me. I use a data like there's no tomorrow. I'm paying like an extra 10, maybe 20 bucks at most because I go over my data. And it's not even that serious of what I do. I just read articles and stuff. So imagine if I'm playing Pokemon Go. That's another thing. And, of course, that leads me to another thing as well. Um, of course, the overly religious nutbags are going to come out of the bag and say, oh, Pokemon is, is uh, cyber demons and stuff like that. Look, I actually saw a video clip of someone saying how the Pokemon and the Pikachu are cyber devils. I, I don't know what to say to that. 
I think they kind of need to get out of the bubble. These are probably the same people who think Harry Potter is witchcraft, and these are probably the same people who think Halloween is the devil's worship night. Um, Loosen up. Get a grip. And that brings me to another thing as well. There are people who are on Facebook and social media who are saying, you know, why are grown men playing with a Pokemon game? You know, they should be out working. What are you doing with your lives and stuff? Listen, we all like to unwind. We all like to, like, kick back and relax. And if that is someone's form of enjoyment and entertainment to take away the stress from a stress-filled day of work, then let them do their thing. You have your thing, which is probably like drinking beer on a patio or whatever. Let them play their Pokemon. They are probably living out their childhood fantasies that they could not live out because of the fact that, A, we're talking about a cartoon, and B, half of us didn't have Game Boys. I know I didn't have Game Boy. I had to choose between either a Game Boy or an N64. I chose the N64, okay? Like, you can't go wrong with Star Fox. You can't go wrong with Super Smash Brothers. By the way, I'll wreck anyone in that game anytime, any place, you name it. But the point is, let people do their thing. Don't be a killjoy. Don't be a party pooper. No one's crashing on your parade, so why are you going to crash on someone else's? Get in on the fun, and then you'll see why everyone is making a big rant about this. I think it's kind of cool. I'd rather play this than Candy Crush, all right? I never really got into the whole Candy Crush thing. I'm not knocking if you play it, but it's not my kind of thing. To me, it's kind of like a, like a time killer, but it is what it is. And shout out to my boy, Mr. KOA. This guy actually posted a Snapchat video of him being pulled over by the police at 1 a.m. in the morning because he was playing Pokemon Go. Now, luckily for him, he was playing it while he was parked in a car, and I think he had a Pikachu on his dashboard or whatever. And so from what I saw in the video, the police asked him what he was doing, and the joke was he actually got the the, the cop on camera on Snapchat. So at least that cop was cool because Lord knows if this was Louisiana or if this was Oakland, California, or anything like that, this guy would have been lucky if he had made it home that night. So shout out to my boy, Mr. KOA. Um... Will I get in on this game? I have to, you know, you know, figure out how my data plan works and see if I can renegotiate some things, whatever. That way I can, you know, spare some stuff in the meantime. But nonetheless, it's a fun game. I like it. I have nothing against it, and neither should anyone else. But that's just me. What do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio, and let me know your thoughts. Coming up after the commercial break, we got my man Ness in the building. We're going to be talking about music. We're going to be talking about politics. We're going to be talking about everything in between. But before we get to that, we got to get to some music as well. And this one comes by way of Saga City native and a proud friend of the show, my man Andre Gross. And this one is called Over Everything. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Cool. Listen online or download the app, MaximumFM.ca. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuning to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man, DM Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. Now, as promised, we have our guest for the evening. Now, this gentleman, he has made his long-awaited debut on my show. Yeah. Uh, someone that I've known for a very long time and proud yeah. to have known. I've seen his grind. I've seen his struggle. And I've seen his ascendance into his rap game. He is arguably one of Toronto's best known yet unknown artists, and he's about to make an Shit. impact in a very big way. Damn. Ladies and gentlemen, I am talking about my man, Ness. Ness, welcome to the show. Ness, Ness, Ness. Thank you, sir. I'm glad to finally be here. Yes, yes, absolutely. My wonderful, girlf- oh, my wonderful girlfriend uh-huh. just brought us beverages because I have 
I have a dry mouth from smoking a spliff I, on my way here. As do I. I, I just, I'm just very, I'm just very a thirsty gentleman. <laughs> Thank you, Victoria. In, 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 in more ways than one. <laughs> Shouts to Victoria. Queen Victoria. Thank you for the drinks, Victoria. All hail the queen. <laughs> Why do I sound like I'm lit right now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm sober right now. I swear to God, I am. No, no, no lie, no lie. <laughs> but nonetheless, yes. we have some uh, pressing matters to attend to. Yes. So First I'll, one. Yes. We're going to get to it. Yes. Everybody knows me as Ness, but I recently changed my name to Baghdad Bully. So when you listen to my music or when you look for it, it's under Baghdad Bully. And uh, when your best friends tell you who their favorite rapper is. It's spelled like Baghdad bully, all mm-hmm. one word. And you know, we're actually going to talk about that. I'm glad yeah. you brought that because we will talk about that later on. Uh, but what I want to know, let's uh, let's bring it back, bring it back. You know, bring rewind, it back, bring, it back, bring it back, back to the genesis. Um, what made you fall in love with music? Uh, I was like seven or eight or maybe nine, but I was in Detroit. I spent a lot of time in Detroit. Um, shout out all my people in Seven Mile. The Duke. All my people in Ten Mile. Um, I had so much family out there. My cousins out there were were into a lot of a lot of different stuff, and they were into hip hop, heavy, and rap. So they gave me a tape to listen to. My cousin Jeff gave me a tape to listen to on my way back home, and that was it, man. There was like. Looney's I Got Five on it was mm-hmm. probably one of the first records I can remember listening to. I got to. five Yeah, that was it for me. That was it. That was it. I started memorizing. I memorized the verse from Informer. <laughs> I used to, I used to nice. spit it for all the older heads at every wedding and shit. They yeah. used to make me spit, and I would spit the whole verse, and that was just it, man. It was destiny. Word. It's like I was meant for that shit. Absolutely. You know? So what made you decide, like what moment, or if it's a person, place, or thing, what made you decide that this is going to be your career? Um... I guess it was just it's it's just been a lifelong thing because I've never I, I was never good at school I was I was never the type to hold down a job for too long and take um, you know be be a slave to a corporation and shit like that so I was just it's always been a part of me and just I I matured into it and then just realized I wasted a lot of time only focusing on rap because I I wasn't a hundred percent about it when I was younger but now that I'm older. Mm-hmm. Now it's a hundred percent. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's one hundred. Yeah. Now it's one. Now one hundred percent. I will slay rappers out here if you test me. Uh huh. There you go. One hundred. Oh, I, I, I gotta give you a cool drop right there. One hundred percent. Most definitely, man. Um. So my question to you is, why the name change? Because I've known you for a very long time. At one point in time, you were actually superhero Ness. Yeah, superhero Ness, King Ness, mm-hmm. Ness, and. You were Pharaoh Ness at one time, yeah. were you not? Yeah. Uh, it was that was just the Twitter shit. It was just okay. The Pharaoh Essence was part of the. I started an underground label called YDCP, which was Young Dream Chasing Pharaohs, and then I scrapped that because everybody jumped on the Egyptian culture. And then mm-hmm. now we're at No Slaves. Um, that's a new label. That's a new lifestyle. We'll get into that later because it's a whole other discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just realized, yo, I'm no longer Ness. Baghdad Bully is, is who it is. I just dropped it in a line one day. Mm-hmm. And then my manager at the time was like, yo, that's fucking crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, you are officially like Italian stallion mm-hmm. and Baghdad bully. Like, mm-hmm. Only a few generations could come up with a title like that that references their culture. And he's like, yo, you got to stick to that. Exactly. And then I just kind of... I kind of evolved into it. Shout out Pokemon Go. Ah, uh-huh. so what is the oh. what is the uh, what is the uh, <laughs> I love that. What does the um, the the Baghdad bully represent then to you? Um, bully is obviously a negative a negative word that people have grown to accept, but 
it stands for more of like the bullied people bullying back the system, mm-hmm. bullying back the bullies. You know, we're not taking shit no more. Now mm-hmm. we're gonna we're, now we're gonna start owning our own art. We're gonna start owning our own masters. Mm-hmm. We're gonna own our own scripts. We're gonna own our own art schools for young kids that don't get their creativity supported and fed. So we're just gonna own everything. So now the bullies are the bullies of love, the bullies of protecting the earth, the bullies of protecting each other, the bullies of no skin colors around us. You know, we're all equals and shit. Mm-hmm. We're, all, we're all bullies that stand up for the bullied. Exactly. You know? It's kind of like... It's, it's like, like a positive twist on yeah, it. Yeah, like you're flipping the script yeah. on, on what it is. Like you're exactly. actually giving it like positive power, basically. Yeah, it's almost know? like exactly. it's almost like when uh, when like a rapper will say nigga on the track, for example. Yeah. We all know the history behind that word, but then they flip it depending oh, on yeah. what type of context you're using in it. Yeah. So I Just totally like get Tupac that. Brought in, like, you exactly. Know, that word, Never that, ignorant, that always reference. getting goals accomplished. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I remember I that. I almost dropped it too. Damn. <laughs> I was about to say it. I was like, ah! Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Remember, you, you got me it. excited. You got me excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what Belly does it? Jennifer Lopez did it. Exactly. Shit. There you go. It's all good. All right. Um, it's all love. But yeah, so Baghdad, that's where I was born. So I threw that. Mm-hmm. Baghdad bully. Bow. You can tell by my chest hair. Yeah, there you go. So let's talk about let's talk about Baghdad actually. Not only Baghdad, but the entire Middle East. Yeah. Now on social media, uh. you are extremely passionately vocal about all yep. the issues happening within the Middle East that yep. mainstream media does doesn't um doesn't cover. You know, on yep. on their end of the spectrum, it's always it's always them being uh, portrayed as the bad guys, as the yep. terrorists or whatever. So being of Middle Eastern descent. And having a platform, do you feel like it's important for you to talk about the things that they refuse to talk about on your end? Uh, hell yeah, 100%. I, I feel like I would be a complete waste man if I didn't. <laughs> because what other, what other purpose... <laughs> <laughs> what other purpose would I have other than at least throwing that in into all the other bullshit we could talk about and mm-hmm. that we do talk about in music. Like, we talk about the dumbest shit mm-hmm. in music sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm from this place, and my, it's in my name, it's in my blood. I can never change that. I didn't embrace it growing up too much because yeah. I was, after 9-11, like, shit was crazy. For yeah. Uh, but now I embrace it, man. So, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. And, and I feel like, you know, that comes with, like, a, a lot of maturity and growth over oh, time. Hell yeah, hell Cause yeah. Me being African, like I'm half Ghanaian, half Nigerian, or whatever, and like the majority of people that you're gonna come across, like who are black or Jamaicans. So I know, you know, there are some people, you know, I'm not gonna name names or nothing like that, but like people who are African descent were trying to claim Jamaica because yeah. it was the popular thing, or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, hell yeah. You gotta, so like, it's so important that we gotta talk about it, and like exactly, even even with all the recent shootings that are happening in America with cops and, and black people, like I feel like so much of the black culture mm-hmm. that is that has the platform of the main stage with, with the light on them and the microphone turned on for the whole world to listen to, they're not saying much. Mm-hmm. And you can, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can shut down and not buy a fucking sneaker for the rest of the year and vow to it and Nike will go out of business and Adidas will go out of business mm-hmm. and Easy won't make no more shoes and mm-hmm. unless he starts making shoes that like are a slave operated <laughs> like the rest of these guys, right? Yeah. You got to do it, man. You got At some point, we got to just say, yo, we're fucking, we're going to do it. Like mm-hmm. We're, we're going to go line up for an iPhone 6. We're going to go outside and we're going to stop buying this shit. Mm-hmm. And the government's going to make some changes or we're going to make take those changes. Mm-hmm. We're going to make them ourselves. I feel like people, some people are very reluctant to do that, or most people rather, just because we have grown so accustomed to those things in our lives. Like, we can't go anywhere without yeah, a phone. Yeah, we're trained like dogs. Exactly. Like, we can't go That's anywhere without a phone. Dogs. It's bad. 
You know what I'm saying? So I feel like very, people are very reluctant because of the dependency of those items that we, that we feel like we need so much. Yeah, hell yeah. And with that being said, actually, um, you're talking about how, you know, all these like athletes and entertainers, they have the power and what have you. Yeah. So do you feel like, in your opinion, I've asked so many people this, so I'm always curious to ask other people's opinions of it, but do you feel like it's, uh, let's say, like a celebrity's, in general, a celebrity's uh, responsibility to be a role model? Um. Yes and no. A role model to a certain extent. It's not our responsibility to always be something like a certain way or Mm -hmm. have to behave or live a certain way because somebody's watching us. Mm -hmm. At the same time, that's my responsibility isn't how what you are going to do and how you're going to behave. My responsibility is to be myself, give you my opinions, Mm -hmm. and then you either learn from them and create something of your own with it or you just stay ignorant to shit. If you're going to shoot somebody, you're going to shoot somebody eventually. Mm -hmm. You're going to do it. In a fight, you're going to do it when uh, the government fucking throws some drugs at you like they do to some of these other guys. You're mm-hmm. going to do it at any point. Nothing's going to change that ripple in history. So if somebody's going to be violent, they're going to be violent. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, so in, in essence, it's like you can lead a horse to water, but it doesn't mean yeah, it's going to drink can't, it. you can't make them drink, right? So Exactly. You just got to... <coughs> You gotta be the best you can be and also be yourself at the same time and obviously teach these kids a little bit better. I'm not saying go talk about violence. Mm-hmm. That's why sometimes it boggles me these rappers that advocate violence mm-hmm. but then go on a record and start talking about shooting people and all yeah. this other shit. And then the kids like, yo, which side of you do I listen to? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then also that side of them is like part of the industry, you know, the gold chains, the bitches, the cars, yeah. the bottles, the drugs, and all that shit, the houses are like, oh, I'm going to listen to this side because this side is way cooler yeah. than the guy that was standing on the stage at school and said not to kill people, mm-hmm. right? So it's like it's like government enslavement, government entrapment, bro. Mm-hmm. They give you, they don't even like, they don't even turn you into a slave. They give you the means to make yourself a slave and we make ourselves slaves. That's the fucked up part about mm-hmm. it. So you're basically saying that we have a choice then? Fucking right, we got a choice. Okay then. Um, Good question, actually, that, that I have for you. Um, so ba- based on all of that, basically, um, do you feel like the consumers have the choice to not buy the records if they don't want to? Like, if they say to themselves, I want to hear a different type of product from you, and if I don't hear that, then I'm not going to buy your records. Do you feel like they have that choice, or do they? Do you feel like they've made that choice already? Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy, man, because... The listener always expects so much from the guy that's giving you the content, mm-hmm. and it doesn't work like that. You're never going to wake up at 6 a.m. every day and go for a jog. There's going to be days where you're going to be lazy as shit. There's going to be days you're not going to make a sale. There's going to be days I write the shittiest verses in the world. Mm-hmm. problem with the listeners and stuff is, and some viewers, not all of them, but like some, like for a common, common way of thinking, is like they expect so much from athletes and movie stars and musicians and artists they expect the best material to always be present. Every album has to be the best album ever. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're bullshit. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. The ginger ale got me. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um, but it's unrealistic to think like that, right? So it just, the artists can only do their best or be their best unless they're selling out. And then they're either going to listen to it or they're not. If you're giving people good music that's coming from your soul, mm-hmm. Majority of the people that like that type of music are going to like it. They're going to rock with it, man. Mm-hmm. So. That's what's up. Now, you mentioned the kids earlier. Yeah. Uh, and you yourself, you, you have a son. You yeah, have I a child. a eight-year-old boy. Yes. Yeah. And what I happen to notice is that, you know, 
the story of the single mother is often told and celebrated, and rightfully yeah. so. However, we barely get to hear the story of the single father, you know, minus the pursuit oh, of happiness yeah. and with yeah, Will Smith yeah, and what Will have Smith. you. Shout out Will. So what I want to know from you is um, you've, lived a, you've lived the life of the, of the single parent, yeah, basically. Yeah. How much has that, you know, been infused in your music, and how much has that driven you to do what you do? Um, it hasn't, and it hasn't. Mm-hmm. I only say it hasn't because there's been a lot of times where I've battled certain mental Ill- issues and mm-hmm. illnesses. I mean, Inner I, demons, I say, yeah, have you. stuff like that, like depression and mm-hmm. all the stuff. Like the negative stuff can always find a way to beat the positive stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that battle between you and exactly, the yank. It's the you know eternal struggle. But for the most part, man, my son has made me just actually be myself. You know what I'm saying? Because like, mm-hmm. if, if he remembers me in any way, he's gonna say, "Yo, my pops." didn't care what people said. He didn't care about all the people that told him he didn't have a job and then give up on his dream. He chased his dream. He went for what he wanted. He either got it or he didn't. The story's not done yet, but mm-hmm. that's the type of dude he's going to remember when I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? So that's the type of guy I hope he grows up to be, but like a hundred times more evolved. Shout out Pokemon Go again. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Give that a close drop. <laughs> so how interesting is it, you know, for uh, career day, actually, when he brings it to the school <laughs> with oh, the parents? He hasn't done that yet. He hasn't done that yet? He's going to have that dad that brings the mixtape. <laughs> All those memes are coming to yeah. life. I'll tell you that much, bro. <laughs> hey, man, you might have some platinum plaques by the time he does that, so you never I know. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> Most definitely. So, so we're going to get to a whole bunch of other things. But, you know, around here on Cool Radio, we play some games with the guests, you know. Like, yeah. we like to get every people, everyone involved, all the people at home listening and what have you. So they have a sense of, you know, what type of personality you're dealing with and what okay. have you. So on that note, we have two games. All right. And the first game is called Cool or Uncool. So that being right. said, I'm trying to find the drop for that right now. Give me one second. Uh, let's see here. Basically, the way the game goes <laughs> is... I choose a random list of scenarios, and okay. you have to tell me whether they're cool or uncool, okay. basically. And I have a whole bunch of them lined up for you. Only thing is, I'm trying to look Dope. for the drops right now, and I cannot find the drop. <laughs> 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 this is what happens when you come to the studio late. You don't really prepare on time. Yes, but let me just go through the uh, the list real quick, shall we? Uh, let's see here. Meanwhile, while I'm looking for the list, actually, tell me your thoughts on what's happening in America right now with all of, like the shootings Ooh. and what have you. There's so much I can say on that. Please uh, do. I, I got time. <laughs> this is my view on it is there's shit. It's it's such a hard it's such a hard thing to talk about because it's like emotional and it's like there's just so much conflict mm-hmm. with with your opinion. Cause sometimes it's like you wanna say shit and you say it and then people that you wouldn't expect to take kind of like Offense to it, yeah, almost like offense, but also have like a shock. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like, why do you, why are you shocked? Yeah, why are you shy? Am I saying something wrong, or is something wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? But yeah. bottom line is, uh, the government is obviously there's obviously an elite. You can call it shit conspiracy or whatever you want it. There's there's an elite group of people, the governments and corporations, and they are at a level that is much higher than majority of the population and that's because of funding and and corruption and whatever you want to call it yeah um so yes everything is systematic racism is systematically placed mm-hmm. uh cops are killing black people to have a systematic war brewed up between the civilians in america and out of america as well that's all sh- all that shit systematic these cops are killing these black guys because 
they were put there to do that. These cops, they were hired. There's no way you don't know a cop is that crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a cop that can knee somebody on the floor and then shoot him and, and lie about what he what the guy was doing. He mm-hmm. wasn't even moving. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what's the dude's name again? Alton Sterling? Alton Sterling, yes. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like, there's been like, so many names. There's just so many forget. damn names, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And so much shit that happened that one week with him <laughs> and Iraq and Turkey and mm-hmm. Lebanon and, and, and even Pakistan. And even in France and like, uh, last and night, France, actually. last night. Now there's... A, I got a phone call saying Turkey's in a in a martial law state right now. Oh, I need to look up on that shit because that shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Alton Sterling, like like both hands were, were fucking... Were, were knee down, yeah. the head and both hands were held. Like, what were you saying? The cop shot him, and he's like, "Get on the ground!" Like, he's already on the yeah, ground, bro. You him to he the was ground. on the ground before you fucking shot him, and then he was on the ground after you fucking shot him. Like, you're saying get on the ground, but the guy's on the ground already before you pulled the fucking gun out. Mm-hmm. So yes, it's systematic. It's systematic. Like these cops, these guys know these cops are are got trigger fingers. They mm-hmm. got trigger fingers for anything that isn't white, and unfortunately, that's just the truth. Do we feed into it and let it divide us? No, but it's negative. So. It's scary out here, man. I mean, it's not happening in Canada, so we don't have much to worry about. But mm-hmm. racism spreads when yeah. when, when <laughs> racists see other races doing this shit and getting away with it. They mm-hmm. start feeling empowered to do the same shit. Like, yeah. yo, why can't we do that? Absolutely. Why can't I kill a black guy and get away with it? Why can't I fucking tell a Muslim that they need to get the fuck out of Canada and go back to where they came from and get away with it? Well, that's the type of example they're setting. America's crazy right now. They need to get their shit in order. And man. not even just America, but like if you take a look at it, North America as a whole was built on the foundation of racism. Like you had this, yeah, like, you had the white settlers. People were never, you, white you, people weren't born here. You, like, no, yeah, don't get you, it twisted. You man. had the settlers come in, the natives yeah. are already here. They infected their blankets of smallpox and yeah. and defeated them with technology that was more advanced than the ones that they had. And then from there on, and it just destroyed continued. Destroyed knowledge, destroyed proof of fucking existence yeah. way before anything from Africa and the Middle East. Absolutely. Even they in destroyed that shit. Even in the deep south, even in the deep south during the slavery era, if you were a slave and you knew how to read, they would kill you on sight because they were they afraid straight. that they would pass that knowledge, knowledge on to the other, other slaves. Anything. Absolutely. And they knew that. And they were scared of that. Now this is not a rant on on like white people in general, ladies and gentlemen. I don't yeah, I want you to get that Everybody. twisted. But we have to keep yeah. in mind that racism is not is not non-existent. It exists very well. It oh, has many yeah. different shapes and forms, You're crazy if you think and it, it will still continue to evolve after you know centuries upon centuries upon centuries. Chris Rock said it best: "Racism will never die; it will nope. only multiply." Yep. And I think we have to keep that in mind. Just because we have a black president in America, that does not mean that racism is dead. If anything, <laughs> people have shown their more worse. racist colors. Like we have never had a president in the history of the United States who has had to be called upon to show his birth certificate. That's ridiculous. What? You address him as President Obama. You don't address him as Barack Obama. He earned that title. Damn straight. Absolutely. But we can get into all of that later on. But I found the drop. Yes. And we're going to play Cool on Cool. Okay. <laughs> so with that being said, let's drop that real quick. Okay. <laughs> so you're an old school hip hop head, yep. man. So I'm sure you know the track that's playing in the background right now. Yes. Um, so like I said before, I'm going to give you a gang of scenarios. Okay. And <clears throat> pardon me, you're going to tell me whether they're cool or they're uncool. All right. So with that being said, Shit. let's get it popping. So, blunt guy. first thing on the list, um, super teams in the NBA, cool or uncool? Uncool. Uncool. What was your reaction to uh, Kevin Durant signing, actually, uh, to the Warriors? Sell out. Sell out. <laughs> he, could, he could sing with one team, man. <laughs> yeah. Ride it out, man. Ride it out. You can do it. Oh, man. All right, fair enough. Uh, so let's talk about uh, Rio Olympics, cool or yes. uncool? Okay. I guess so. 
Yeah. Um, I miss like all the Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Uh, uncool. Okay. Uncool. Very uh, uncool. There were so many starving kids outside. Nobody gave a fuck about. Exactly. And it's like I feel like. Brazil is like the tale of two cities. Like on one end, you have you know the vibrant liberal culture that they have, you know especially when it comes to like the sex and the music and all that, which is all good and well. Some of the events that they have, the yeah. festivals. But then on the other side, you see the racism, the classism, so poverty, the poverty, so much, so much underfunding. So it's like, what Brazil are we getting, basically? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? You're getting, and it's like I said, all systematic corporate money that's all they care about is money they don't care about kids they don't care about women they don't care about men they don't care about your grandma they don't care about nobody they care about the dollar the almighty dollar yes that's all they care about um joe butter versus drake cool or uncool really cool okay yeah. give, give us your take on that real quick uh, here's the thing everybody's so sensitive about drake in the city it's like if you say something that drake didn't do right it's like you're a hater all of a sudden mm-hmm. listen drake is dope a lot of dope shit he's done a lot of big things he's done but buttons like sunned him and it's like he did to you what you did to Meek Mill and you still haven't responded and it's kind of like alright if you were making fun of somebody for it now you're doing it we can yeah. make fun of you now too you know what I'm saying yeah so I mean to be fair though uh, with, with the Meek Mill situation Meek Mill kind of started it like out of nowhere right yeah he was and, his emotions and I, and I feel like I feel like in, the, in this situation right now like I feel like yes Button got him with, it, with both distances but I don't think Drake needs to respond. Like, it's not really in his best oh, interest. I just like, want to see him respond because it'll be... F- I want to see fun. what he'll do. Yeah, it's hip-hop, right? I, I already said that I think Button's, like, dummied him and all that. But I still think Drake can come back with a few punches. You know what I'm saying? He, Maybe he even drop something heavier. Who knows? But Button's, but, but Button's, Button's a, beast, a lyrical yeah, beast, I, I, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Like, Button's been a beast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. been a beast. Yeah. Like, when I was freestyling dudes and eating their food in high school, Buttons was a beast. Of like, course. Of course. And I don't think Drake wants none of that. But I don't yeah. think Drake needs to get at him, though. That's you know what? My he, he should, opinion. though. He should. Yeah, just have an entertainment, He did it to somebody say. else, so now you got you to gotta yeah. step up. You got to live up to that. Now, but you never know, right? Because OVO Fest is around the corner. And, like, when hey. he got at Meek, that was around OVO Fest. So who knows? Hey, you're still not getting at the man for doing something that you were making fun of somebody else for doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So... I don't even know if that makes sense. <laughs> but you get what I'm trying to say. I, I think I do. I, do unto others as you would do unto yourself oh, or some shit like that. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> okay, let, let's keep it moving. Um, reality television, cool or uncool? So uncool. Really? What's the, what's the one reality show that you hate the most? All of them. Give me one that really like irks your soul. Uh, oh, man. I don't even know because I don't even pay attention to them, so I barely know. The only ones I know is like the Kardashians. Um, I don't even know what's that called. I don't even know. Is what that that's like on called. TLC or something like that? I don't even know, is. bro. There's like some super religious one, and like, yeah. And oh it's wow. Like, like, I don't even know. I'll tell you the one I hate the most: Love and Hip Hop. That shit. Uh, see, is I never. I've only watched like she made me watch a few episodes, and that was oh. it. I couldn't even sit through them. I was like, yo, I watched. Like, what are you doing, shorts. buttons? <laughs> like, what do you like? You know, Jake could bring that up. And he could. Prepared, yeah, he I could. hope he does. If he does, he I hope is, he does. You know, like. That's that's a serious blow. To yeah, the nuts. it you're really getting, is. You're getting kicked like, in the nuts. Swiftly. But it is better than that. He yeah. doesn't need love and hip hop or lies and hip hop. Yeah, what do you no, want to call man. that? Dumpster yeah, all garbage. All of them suck. All of the reality they're, they're shows garbage. suck. Garbage. I just hot saw Tiger yesterday. I saw a clip of it. I was like, "What are you doing?" Tiger has a reality show. Yeah, now? he has a reality TV show now. Oh yeah. god, what's it called? Ugly marsupial. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. But yo, Ooh. it looks. <laughs> We're going to get to the final game, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this one, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. Um, this one's called I'd Quit the Game. All right. Every second, every minute, man, I swear that she can get it. 
Now, and I, I want to be clear on, on, on my wording right now. <clears throat> in an alternate universe, keyword, alternate universe, All right. you are living the bachelor life, All okay? Right. Oh, <laughs> shit. He's already mad at me, bro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you, are, you are wheeling and dealing. Kiss stealing, jet flying, limousine riding, all that good Woo. stuff. Woo! Woo! Claire, baby. Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. All right. And I'm having a hard time <laughs> keeping these gators down. <laughs> Let me tell you. I am with the four horsemen of the apocalypse. <laughs> we are the most unstoppable stable of all time. At all time, NWA heavyweight champion. Woo! Okay, the sorry. The best shit talker ever. <laughs> he really the is. The best shit talker hype man ever. I know. I think between him and The Rock. Because Rock has you some lines, too. You know what? Rock is dope. Rock well, has Rick some Flair, lines, too. Ric Flair was like, when he talked, you were just like, woo! You know, like, holy shit. <laughs> like, he could be a boy, preacher. Boy, bad boy. He could be yo, a preacher. Yo. He could be yeah. a preacher. Anyways, we're getting off topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're really doing like you Jeff Lyle limousine, riding all that good stuff. Yeah. But it comes to a point in every man and woman's life where yeah. they've got to quit the game. They gotta settle down, have the kids, white picket fence, yes. tire on the um, tire swing, whatever, apple pie cooler on the windowsill, spud McKenzie looking up. Trust me, that domesticated life. On that note, if you had to quit the game for one of these two ladies that I have handpicked mentally, who would you quit the game for? Would you quit the game for Jessica Beale or Sophia Vergara? Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. That's a good choice. That's a very good. You know what? I would normally I would choose I would choose Sophia Vergara, but I think Jessica Biel. She's right up my alley as well. She's she's like the wifey at home. You know, you come home. Yeah. She's not gonna yell and shit. Yeah. Make you a meal. <laughs> you know. You know. Oh man. Oh my head is hurting right now, but I don't care. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have Nest in the building. And before we get to commercial break, well, as we're at commercial break rather, we're gonna play one of your joints, man. This one's called Together. Yes, uh this is off of your EP. What was the name of your EP again? Sometime soon. Sometime soon, okay. Yes, and what can you tell us about this uh, track real quick? Uh it's just it's Coldplay sampled. I wrote this uh talking to myself in a hotel room high out of my mind. Um nice. so it's a conversation I'm having with myself. All right, then. A and with that being said, we're about to play that. Keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. Listen online or download the app, MaximumFM.ca. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Uh, you're now tuning to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It is your man, DM. <clears throat> cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. Cool Radio. Yes, I got my man Ness in the building, a.k.a. Baghdad, Baghdad Bully. Bully. Baghdad Bully. You already know. We're about to bully through this next segment entitled Trip Talk. So that's three topics, and Lord knows it's probably not going to be all in three minutes, but who cares? We're going to run through it anyway. Okay. So with that being said, let's get to it. First topic involves Rich Homie Quan. Now, uh, he is... Uh, <laughs> 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 now he's uh, one of the uh, new rappers that's currently on the scene right now, yeah. and basically he was performing alongside Little Kim at the VH1 Hip Hop Honors. I heard about this. And uh, I think the the night was honoring some of the few ladies in hip hop. So Queen Latifah was one of them. Yeah. They're also honoring Little Kim. I can't remember who Queen else. Queen Latifah is very well deserved. Yes, that. absolutely, rightfully so. She yeah. she paved the way for a lot of these ladies. Uh, but nonetheless. Uh, Rich Homie Kwan was invited to perform alongside Little Kim for their rendition of uh, the Junior Mafia classic Get Money. Yep. And he was performing Biggie's lyrics. Uh, he I don't probably know why he was picked for that. Yeah, me too. So he picked uh, so he got through the first line of the first verse, and then after that, 
he just forgot. He stumbled and he forgot. He just started saying, yeah, yeah, come on, y'all, yeah. Do like half of the verse. Like he forgot a legitimate half of the verse. Come and on. little Kim was the one who was actually carrying it the way for him. Now, a oh. lot of people were blasting him on social media so. saying this is why hip hop is dead or this is why it's so. dying. So he actually put out an apology, you know, and good on him. Um, but little, And then little Kim accepted the apology and thanked him for, you know, being there and I guess like donating his time, yeah. whatever the case may be. But nonetheless, Ness, what is your take on this? Uh, I didn't. I didn't see the video. Uh-huh. Uh, I just heard about it. Um, here, here's the thing. I, I haven't really listened to Rich Homie Quan for me to ever judge him. I do know the sound that he's after. <clears throat> I, like I can't. Music is up and down. You know, it's, it can be trashy, but it could also be fun if you let it be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, did he fuck up? Yeah. Should he have learned that verse? Hell yeah. yeah. First of all. Yeah. If you're doing yeah. that, you better know that verse. You know what I'm saying? Like, you better know that verse uh-huh. and have a, that delivery down packed. To have an honor like that, to do a biggie verse on a track that he did with the actual people on stage mm-hmm. with you, you need to know that verse. Like, Even though they don't look respect. like the way they did like, like 20 respect, years ago. You know, yeah, you know, put, res- put some respect on that uh-huh. shit. Um, so yeah, he should have learned. Do you apologize? Alright, forgive the guy. You can't make, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. It, it was but, a mistake. But, but I don't know why they would have even gotten him to yeah. do that to begin with. No disrespect, but mm-hmm. like there's there's much more well deserving artists. Exactly. That deserve I, I don't know if it was they want to get the rub for for Rich Homie Quan since he's one of the newer popular guys. Yeah, yeah. But like I feel like they could have gotten someone who was like a lot more skilled, a lot more better. Cause yeah. like right off the bat, like if you're gonna get someone to do like a biggie verse. I would get someone like like Big Crit, for example, because yeah, he has yeah. he has like he has that type of charm and swagger that he could yeah. actually illustrate the the Biggie mannerisms and what yeah, have yeah, you. I would have loved to, to see ASAP Ferg do that. Shit, yeah, ASAP Ferg, even ASAP Rocky, because yeah. they they have that New York swagger. Yeah, to hell them. yeah, but Ferg's got that that charisma, that character. Like he, it's almost like watching like like the Joker come alive when he raps. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like. In that type of sense, like he's so alive on his records and mm-hmm. himself, yeah, and different. <clears throat> I feel like he could have killed that Biggie verse, really dope. But there, mm-hmm. there's so many people, so many people that could have done it. Exactly. I just feel like you know, with Rich Homie Kwan giving such a prestigious honor to do yeah. something like that, I felt like I'm not sure how much time he put into the prep, but I feel like that. That is paramount. Like prep is key. Prep, oh, prep yeah. is key. Like yeah. prepare that verse wow. more than you would your own because yeah, people will come yeah, for your bro. head because that's biggie we're talking that's about. A biggie verse. Yeah, bro, you know. So yeah, he dropped the ball, but forgive the guy. It's all good. Fair enough. Life fair enough. On. There's way more important shit that we could be worried about right now. Fair enough. Which brings us to our next topic, actually. Um, so the is SPs. Yeah, yeah, the SPs. I thought you were gonna say Pokemon Go, but no. oh yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> gotta catch them all. Uh, so the SPs took place uh, this past week, yep. and John Cena was hosted. John Cena, da, 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 da. <laughs> I love that prank call. <laughs> um, but yeah, John Cena was hosting it, and um, right before you know he got to his hosting duties. Uh, Chris Paul, Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James, and Dwayne Wade, all NBA superstars, opened up the show with a statement in regards to police brutality. Yeah. And basically, you know, I don't ha- I don't know what they said word for word, you know, memorized, of course, but they basically were stating how us as a people need to come together, both, you know, citizens and, and officers as well yeah. who actually do do their job. We have to, 
you know, fight the injustices of the system. Yeah. Um, we have to stand together, be brothers and sisters in arms. Basically, an overall message of unity. Yeah. So when you see, you know, people of that high caliber of profiles going on that type of stage and prophesizing that type of message, uh, what is your take on that, Ness? Uh, I didn't see it. Uh, I didn't hear about it. I haven't watched it or read anything on it. But mm-hmm. I will say it's it's good for them because they have very powerful voices. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're, what they say can reach so many places. However, they got to also live by it, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't think that because you went on the SPs and mm-hmm. you, you did all this, that that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you, you played your part. You yeah. Know, you go home and you, like, pump your fist. Yeah. And, yeah, we made a difference because takes a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. You got to actually, like, if it comes down to it, don't fucking show up for some games. Then I'll be impressed. Yeah. And, you know, I agree with you on that, but uh, with in particular to these four people specifically, yeah. they are actual, like, I, I don't want to call them activists, but they have used their platform to oh, speak yeah. on, on these issues. Yeah, hell yeah. Like, I remember when Trayvon Martin got shot, for example, and um, I think Dwayne Wade was on the cover of Essence, and he had his sons yeah. uh, with him on the cover with their hoods up and yeah, everything like crazy. that. Yeah, that's crazy. That was crazy. Um, LeBron James uh, wore I Can't Breathe in honor, in honor of Eric Garner yeah. when he got choked out. Uh, Carmelo Anthony has been very charitable with, um, with, with certain proceeds that he's yeah, yeah. donated to his with funds or what have too. you. Yeah, LeBron to uh, uh, Chris Paul as well. Yeah. Even LeBron. He has donated millions of dollars for kids to go to school, yeah, actually. Yeah, so, to, you know, I'm proud that those guys were the ones who said yeah, it rather like, than someone like who... big guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they're big. Like, they're huge. Like, they are this generation's, you know, NBA superstars, yeah, basically. Yeah. Like, we had Jordan Ewing and Shaq yeah. back in, like, the 90s whatever. And these guys represent the 2000s, essentially. Yeah, so yeah. I'm glad they use that platform. I'm glad they continue on with their current trend of speaking on these social yeah, issues yeah. and what have you. Just got to keep it up, man. Keep it going. But... Mm-hmm. The fact that not a lot of people have and that they have, it says a lot. You know what I'm saying? It does, you yeah. see who stands up right away and who doesn't. Exactly. And these guys have everything to lose in terms of sponsorships and endorsements oh, yeah, and what yeah. have you. So oh, the fact yeah. they actually went out and made the message that they made, you know, I, I can't give my props. they don't because they make these motherfuckers a lot of money. They, they do. Yeah, they do. LeBron makes Nike a lot of money. They do. So, but I happen, me, bro. but I happen to find that some athletes can be expendable as well. I'm not talking they about can. not talking about the, the the bad ones or anything. But like but you look not at the, not 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 LBJ. Yeah, I, I know. Like he's in a different stratosphere. Yeah. But if we're talking about someone like let's say John Jones, for example, yeah. he was like one of Nike's top like uh, yeah. in, endorsers until yeah, until you know the DOI incidents and everything. He so was, he got yeah. dropped. It's crazy man. I mean, Kobe was on Adidas at one point in time. But when the whole Colorado thing happened, they're like, "Yo, yeah. Kobe, you're gone. Like, yeah, you're but gone." Then look what Nike did, right? Exactly. Nike they're like. Hey, they're they're like, he, hey, Kobe, the, come back in the next four years or so. We got something for you. He made billions for Nike. He did. So, you know, it's yo, it's crazy because we live a lifestyle that contradicts our lifestyle. Like, mm-hmm. I'm all for no slaves and all this shit and being like equal, and but I'll wear a pair of Nikes, and we all know majority of Nikes where they used to come from or mm-hmm. if they still do. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But we endorse so many things that enslave us. And then we fight for the opposite. But it's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a drug, you know what I'm saying? Because we use it to get by mm-hmm. all the negative shit and all the bad shit. And yeah. It's just so contradicting. So but to it, hear them speak about it, it's like, yeah. I, I, like, I stand for that shit. But, like, you're still empowered and paid 
by the same people that enslave a lot of us. You know True. But at the same time, it's like, what do you want then, right? Because we always exactly. call for the athletes you know and the entertainers to, to speak up. But That's now that they are, it's like, oh, yeah. well, you're already signed to this guy, so yeah. why should I listen to you, right? That's so why you just, it's like, what do you everybody want? Everybody's just got to, like, you got to, like my girl always says, you got to find the positive and shit. Exactly. Like, I happen to find that issue with Kanye in particular because he contradicts himself like, to, like, to no avail, yeah, right? Yeah, we all do, though. But, like, we all do, but, like, I, th- I feel like he habitually contradicts himself, and I feel like <laughs> Yo, he only. Jesus, I feel like he only talks about certain things that benefit his agenda. You know what I mean? Like I feel, I feel like he's very disingenuous about it. Same thing yeah. with, with Azealia Banks. Like she does the same thing as well. She oh, talks about, she talks about, concept. she talks about cultural appropriation, how black people are oppressed. Yet you're out here bleaching your skin, though. Yeah, you know I what even I mean. I think Azealia Banks knows what she's talking about. To be honest with you. Yeah, or you mean Azealia? You mean uh, Azealia Banks, right? Azealia Banks. I think yeah. I thought you said Iggy. Did no. You no. Say? No, no, I said Azealia. Oh, okay, okay, you yeah, did, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll play back that, the tape. Oh, yeah, that, you're probably right that's anyway. A whole other, <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other yeah, yeah, yeah. We ain't got time for that. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got we, time, we ain't got time for that. Uh, which brings us to our final topic for the segment. Um, shoot, what was it? Uh, wow, I'm Pokemon going. Go? I'm going off the cuff right now. Pokemon Go. It wasn't Pokemon Go. It was not Pokemon Go. <laughs> it, ah, no, no, no. I for, wow. Why am I forgetting right now? Hold on. Okay, we yeah, had. Okay, yeah, it, it really did actually. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about the ESPYS. We talked about um, it was racism, American, all that. No, no, no. What, what was the first topic that, that we were discussing? It was um, it was Rich Homie Kwan. It was Rich yeah. Homie Kwan. Oh uh, wow! I am drawing a blank right now. This is it's hilarious. Crazy that happens, right? This is the first time I've ever drawn a blank on this segment. This is crazy. The power it was of something. Bad. <laughs> Stop this! I. You know what? We're gonna skip the segment actually because I'm gonna play a commercial break after af- afterwards, and I'm gonna get back to it because I. It's something I really wanted to talk about. Yeah. Right. But nonetheless, while I'm thinking about, it, we're gonna get to the old school track of the day. So that being said, we're gonna play the uh, throwback flashback Friday clip. So let's hit it right now. And ladies and gentlemen, you already know, hit me up on Twitter and let me know what you want played for the throwback, sorry, not throwback Thursday, but the flashback Friday track today. And this one, this one was just in my head, you know, randomly last night for no reason as I was going to bed. And I haven't played this track at all on the show, and I actually haven't played a track from this particular artist in quite some time. So on that note, this is from, this is from the Notorious B.I.G. off of his uh, second album, uh, Life After Death. This feature's 112, oh, and this is Sky's the Limit. So when we get back, hopefully I remember what that third topic of Trip Talk was, <laughs> and then we will get into the wanks of the week. So keep it locked. This is Cool Radio. We'll be right back after these messages. You already know. Listen online or download the app, MaximumFM.ca. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're now tuned to the sounds of MaximumFM.ca. It's your man, GM. Cool. And welcome back to Cool Radio. I still got my man Baghdad Bully in the building. Yep. Formerly known as Ness. Yep. Uh, but nonetheless, right before commercial break, yeah, right. I drew a blank as to what the third topic of Trip Talk would be, and it hit me in the head like a ton of bricks. Um, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. So, Taylor Swift is in the news because she is accusing YouTube of not giving her her exact amount in terms of royalties, basically. Yeah. So... I said to myself, let me read and dig more into this. So basically, YouTube has a partnering service with Vivo, and Vivo Vivo basically um, streams how many how much songs are being played by a particular artist, yeah. and they get money put into their account for it, and rightfully so. On top of that, you know, fans who post music of said artists, those plays and streams they count as well into said artist purse. Yeah. So all in all, with the combination of those two things, YouTube makes about $3 billion for the music industry. 
So my thing is, unless Taylor's not getting one cut out of that $3 billion, then why the hell is she complaining? <laughs> that is just my personal take on it. Um, Baghdad Bully, your take, please. Um, it's a weird one because like, artists do deserve to get paid for their work. Absolutely. Um, but if you're getting like... Like it, it's tough, man, because you 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 deserve to get paid for every detail. You know what I'm saying? Just yep. like anybody else does. Absolutely. So if if she feels like she's missing some money in some areas, and she actually is, then yeah, you can say something. But if you're getting everything you you've you've earned and deserve, <laughs> and you're saying no, nah, I don't want one million, I want two, mm-hmm. then shut up. Yeah. You know? And the reason why I'm feeling shifty towards Taylor because. This isn't this isn't her first offense. Like she nah. she did the same know. thing when it came yeah, to yeah, Apple yeah. Music. I don't know if I trust and, what she says sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Because like she, she was complaining about Apple Music and how you know the streaming it doesn't benefit the artist. Yet a week later, she signed some sort of deal, promotional deal with Apple Music, and then goes on tour with Apple sponsoring it. Yeah. So it's like it's a case of we don't believe you. You need more people. Oh shit! Clearly. But anyways, that's just my thought on the matter. What do you guys think? Hit me up on Twitter at DM underscore cool or cool underscore radio and share your thoughts with yours truly. But we have to get to the main events of Cool Radio, the one that you've been waiting for for so long. Uh, it's about 9.33 p.m. right now. We are in the overtime edition of Cool Radio, as I like to call it. And on that note, I think it's time that we get to that segment that we all know and love. With that being said... <clears throat> Who has been entered into the shallow walls of the Hall of Shame this week? Who has been crowned the captain of coonery this week? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) it is time. For Wankster of the Week. This week's Wankster of the Week goes to not one, not two, not three, but five people. A quintet, if you will. This Wankster is going to the group that is known as the Tenors. Now, the Tenors, and <laughs> Vicky's laughing right now, the Tenors are getting the Wankster of the Week because this past week they were performing the national anthem at the MLB All-Star Game in, I think it was in Arizona. It was somewhere in America. Anyways, they were performing the Canadian national anthem, and one of the members of the group decided to take it upon himself and rearrange the lyrics of said anthem. So basically... Um, and one of the lyrics what? that he said, he basically said, uh, I can't remember which exact lyric that he replaced in the national anthem, what? but he basically said in his lyric, all lives matter. Now, what? for anyone who knows about Black Lives Matter and all lives matter, let, let me educate you Sit before, before you start guy. questioning me about, about this thing. So Black Lives Matter is a call to response to all the police brutality that happens to black people in America at a, in an unjust manner, basically. It happens at a disproportionate rate, and basically Black Lives Matter is a way of exposing that truth and uh, getting the masses to not buy into that message, but to embrace that message and to be part of the cause as well. All Lives Matter is some ridiculous hashtag that somebody made, which basically ignores Black Lives Matter and tries to silence it. All Lives Matter is not some sort of movement or organization. They don't do anything to propel the lives of anyone who has done who has suffered any wrongdoing or injustice whatsoever, which is why there's such a negative connotation to it. All Lives Matter is usually used by race, racist bigots, basically. Now, with that being said, now that you have the, the proper context to it, when that singer said All Lives Matter, there were some people who were clapping in the audience. Now, 
mind you, they were probably clapping because, you know, all lives really do matter from that general context, and that goes without saying. But then, obviously, there are those people who are probably like, yeah, stick it to those black people who say black lives matter. My life matters too, damn it. So, anyways... He said this, and everyone just lost their minds, and rightfully so. It was so bad to the point where the rest of the members of the group outed him and say he was acting on his own, he was acting as a rogue, and they basically suspended him from any other duties uh, that partakes with the group, essentially. Damn. So he got a lot of flack for this. And this is my thing right here. You, first and foremost, you do not rearrange a national anthem of any kind, Canadian, American, nothing. You can put your own twist on it, but you don't rearrange the words or anything. No. Unless if it's anything close to the beautiful and rhythmic rendition of Marvin Gaye's uh, version of the national anthem at the 1982 NBA All-Star Game, which was classic if you haven't listened to it, then I don't think you should be doing that at all. Um, no shots at, at uh, what's her name, Nelly Furtado, but I'm just saying just... Keep it original, all right? Anyways, going back to what I was saying, you don't rearrange the national anthem, and you don't rearrange it with something like All Lives Matter. You can't be controversial in that regard. The national anthem for Canada is already about togetherness and unity. True north, strong, or free. From far and wide, O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Far and wide, everyone's stretching from the Yukon territories all the way to the Maritimes. That's... Pretty much everyone. So we don't need you or anyone else to put your input on all lives matter. If you want to make a political statement like black lives matter, cool. I mean, again, you don't want to disrupt the national anthem, but it would be it would be a huge, you know, positive statement. But nonetheless, keep the anthem the same. If anything, say something after the anthem. Then, you know, then we and can get into another discussion. Matter. Exactly. Not all lives matter. No. Because clearly, you don't care about the national anthem. Yeah. And you don't care about the feelings that are being hurt when you say all lives matter. So on that note, I got to give you the wankster of the week. Do you deserve this wankster? Of course you do. And we're going to play it one more time just like this. Ness, your thoughts, please. Um, he should have brought up Pokemon Go instead of all lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> yo, are you getting paid by Nintendo right now? No, but I should, straight up. I, yo, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I'm almost level 10. I got a Squirtle and a Pikachu and a Bulbasaur. Come at me. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Are there any gyms in the area? Do you know about any, any yo, gyms? Yeah, I'm coming for all your gyms. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me. And another thing is, people aren't getting lured and robbed. The lure locations are in, are in mostly major street sidewalks areas. Uh-huh. If you're going there at nighttime, you're obviously asking to get robbed. If yeah. you're allowing your kids to go in these places at nighttime, you're asking for them to get kidnapped or robbed. Uh-huh. You're just throwing negative shade on a great game. Stop hating. <laughs> Pokemon Go, get it. Gotta catch them all. And on that note, Ness, um, do you have like any future projects lined up right uh, now? Yes, I got uh, Rockavelli 2, the new album coming out soon. Mm. No Slaves, the label's coming. No Slaves, the clothing line's coming. No Slaves, the art school for young children that have artistic minds that want to explore them is coming. Um, I'm putting everybody on that deserves to be on and that wants to be on, so come at me. No Slaves. Baghdad Bully on Instagram. Baghdad Bully on Twitter. Baghdad Bully on Snapchat. Baghdad Bully on SoundCloud. No slaves with a zero instead of a O on Twitter. No slaves with a zero instead of a O on Instagram. No slaves.net. Uh, all that shit. Get at me. All right, then. All right. 
uh, Baghdad Bully. Ness. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for having me, bro. Thank you for Long coming time. Through. It's been like... 15 years that all right guy, it's been a bit boy, of straight up thank you for having i me, appreciate bro. that you're my boy likewise man uh ladies and gentlemen uh next week on the show we got my man devo coming through so make sure you want to tune in for that and as always cool radio is a division of cool click media and entertainment reminding you each and every day that we are creating our own legacies keep it gravy and wavy we are out of here spread Peace. love